Welcome to Unbeatable Spirit, a safe place of thriving and healing for survivors of trauma and violence and their loved ones. I'm your host and fellow survivor, Jenny Bullington. Each week, we'll bring you stories from survivors and experts in the fields of healing and transformation as we accompany you on your healing journey. Please remember you can subscribe to this podcast, and if you'd be willing to share it or leave a review, we would love that. We want to reach as many people as we can and help everyone. You can also check out our website. It's at www.unbeatable-spirit.com. Let's get started, friends. I've always had a love for the underdog. I love those who come back from their longest, hardest falls to win or achieve what they were seeking. My husband Brandon and I were watching the 2017 documentary called The Dawn Wall, which is now available on Netflix. It told the story of a rock climber named Tommy Caldwell. He'd overcome many obstacles, but one in particular stood out to me. During a home remodeling project, he accidentally sawed off his finger. That should have ended his rock climbing career, but it didn't. He had to learn a new grip, a new way of continuing to pursue his dreams and goals despite this major setback. He ended up setting his sights on a climb that no one had ever attempted before. It was called the Don Wall on El Capitan at Yosemite National Park. This part of the wall was 3,000 feet of nothing but smooth granite. Even with a missing finger now, he became the first man to climb the Dawn Wall and didn't let anything keep him from it. He adjusted his grip. It got me thinking, how often do we have an obstacle that causes us to quit something instead of learning how to adjust our grip and try again. It's not easy. Coming back from an obstacle takes so much strength and determination. It takes a belief in yourself and your self-worth. It means you may have to want it enough that you'll need to adjust your grip and try to get there, even if it's not the original route or path you would have chosen. So what does adjusting your grip look like? To me, it makes the most sense to break it down into three categories, mind, body, and spirit. First, you have to adjust your grip. You need to have a healthy mind. You need to think thoughts that serve you and others around you in a healthy, positive, loving way. Remember, you get what you focus on. So how do you do this mentally? You must train yourself to master your mind by taking every thought captive. Once you hear those negative thoughts, that negative self-talk, or those thoughts that pop up from your anxiety or depression or PTSD and tell you lies about yourself, You have to say aloud, no, I do not agree with these thoughts and I refuse to think them. I personally imagine a trash can 
and I take that negative thought and I turn it into paper, crumpling it and then throwing it away. Second is your body. As if tackling the mind wasn't tough enough task, now Jenny's asking me to master my body. Yes, beloved, I believe part of holistic health is taking care of the temple, which is our physical body. It's not just what we put in our minds that matter, but it's also what we put in our bodies. Hippocrates said, let thy food be thy medicine. So how are you fueling your body? What foods and drinks do you consume? And are they helpful or harmful? Another way to look at it, are you preventing disease and inflammation or are you helping speed it up? Are you getting enough sleep? Maybe it's time to say no to always being wired and tired. I think for a lot of us, if we truly want to be and feel better, we need to adjust our grip and take care of our bodies instead of abusing them or ignoring them. I'm not saying be obsessive or turn your physical fitness into an idol. I'm simply saying be a good steward of the gift you've been given. Become conscious of how you are taking care of your physical health. The third and final one is the spirit. Maybe it should have been the first, but we'll see. Facing obstacles can do a number on your spiritual health. And sometimes I think we bury that and we typically deal with that last. I have found in my own life and in talking to other survivors that focusing on daily gratitude and spending time in meditation or prayer has been a great benefit to feeling better and finally healing. Focusing on the present, the good, and the gifts in the now, and continuing to take steps to heal from the past, such as attending counseling or EMDR therapy, has made a tremendous impact on overall spiritual health. If you're spiritually healthy, then I believe the mind and the body follow close behind. That's why I think it's either the first or the last. So the next time an obstacle comes into your life, please, beloved, try to remember, you don't need to completely let go and quit and give up, but you also don't need to tighten your grip so much that you're white knuckling it. All you need is to take a minute, breathe, and reassess how you can adjust your grip so you can climb to where you want and need to be. It won't be easy, but it'll be worth it. Be well and take good care of you, beloved. Until next time.